So <laughs> I got a new phone. Oh, what'd you get? I got an LTG G3. Aaron's upset that it's not an Apple product. I don't care if it's an Apple product. Um, I almost got an Apple. I almost got an iPhone 6. It was between the iPhone 6 and this, but this has expandable memory. That's a stupid reason to get a phone, but okay. No, it's a good reason. See? See? I told you he was upset. <laughs> it was also h- half the price. Okay, if that's your real reason then. Don't say it's because of expandable memory. That's bullcrap. No, but I was I was ready to spend the extra money. I was ready. How much memory have you kept on your phone, your old phone? How much was stuff was on there? A lot of it. How much? Like it was full. Like I only had 16 gigabytes, but it wasn't expandable on my phone. And you were going to get the 16 gigabyte iPhone 6? No, I was going to get the 32. So that's double your memory. Your this phone. one is 32 as well, and it was half the price. See, and it came with a cool back new watch. Half the price. So. That's your... Okay, you know what? That's. I'm just saying that's okay. That's not. Aaron says that he's not a, not upset about it not being an iPhone. No, look. But he keeps saying these things that make him sound upset that it's not an iPhone. You are upset. I can see it. I'm not upset at what you got. I'm upset that you're pretending it's a different reason than what it is. No. Okay. No, you can't. You can't argue what my opinion is. You can't say no. This is what your really opinion is. No, it is. It's what you really were. No, I can't. I know the deepest desires and thoughts of your heart. No, no, that's not how this works. Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. Today is February 23rd, 2015. This is episode seven of season three. This week, we are sponsored by Fluffy Robes, Bath Towels, and Puppy Parades. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined as always by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Yo, everyone. Um, I believe I said say hello, Andrew. Yo, everyone. <sighs> hello, everyone. So um, I'm also joined by Adam. Won't write your paper, Anderson, because that's a message to Andrew. You won't write your paper. I won't write your paper, Andrew. What? Why? Would... Just in case you're wondering, I am a credible person who does not ask other people to do my work for me. I don't why you're trying to slander me. It's a public forum. It's irresponsible, Adam. On on a side note, I did find a place up here that you can rent a puppy for an hour. For ten dollars, we we talked about this did last we? week. I'm just yeah. that excited. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I am going to do. We it. had. I'm pretty sure this exact. Welcome to three guys, three questions, where three friends test the limits of being able to remember what they talked about last week. Last week was forever ago. So, <laughs> oh, how do you know? It was only seven days ago. It was exactly forever ago. It was exactly seven days ago. <laughs> no. Uh let's do some follow up and feedback. Some stuff uh, from previous episodes or that's happened in, in between. Um, I went on the podcasting circuit. Uh, I was on two shows. Like you're trying to sell a book or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're trying to sell the podcast and all you said, I'm pretty sure your exact quote was, we're just three white guys sitting around talking about nothing, which really <laughs> ringing th- endorsement. Though that is what it is. <laughs> Isn't necessarily a sell. I'm such a terrible salesman. You're not. You're, we're not allowing you to talk to the public again. <laughs> you can't stop me. You're not the boss of me. Do what I want. So the first show I was on was called "Show Me Your Mic" with the delightful Chris Ends, who is a who's a who's a wonderful Canadian man, and we uh, talked about our podcast. 
and podcasting in general. You didn't talk about me at all. You didn't, you mentioned, you mentioned me mm. zero times by name and it made me sad. I wanted to be special. I thought I was important to this production. No, I distinctly remember bringing both of you up by name because I said we have too many A names. Oh, yeah. But that's it. I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything more than that. You weren't going to say anything complimentary. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, we all know I'm the star of the show. That's why they're sending me out on the circuit. You, you're sending yourself on the circuit, first of all. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You just respond to the emails is what's happening. <laughs> And second of all, you didn't want to say anything complimentary because I don't think you really like us. <laughs> I hold you both in contempt. That's the truth. I mean, you were only trying to like promote our podcast. Why would you say anything nice about your co-hosts? Or anything that would make people want to listen. Well, look, I know people like conflict and I know that there are people listening thinking, what's what, what, what are they, what's wrong? Why doesn't he mention his, the other two? It's three guys. He's not even talking about the other two guys. I think you're giving too much credit to the public. They're not that smart. You know, if you're listening to this right now and you had that thought, email us because you're just you're just you're a special person and we love you. Hey, let's not go insulting the <laughs> listeners now. Sounds kind of passive aggressive. No, I wanted I wanted to talk to somebody who liked me. <laughs> I wasn't being condescending. <laughs> I wasn't calling them I wasn't calling them mentally challenged. I was just accusing them of liking me, which I know is pretty similar, but not the same. I'm sure your mom is listening still. So, ah, oh, hey, I wonder if I don't. I I I don't know. I don't have a read on that. I'm. I'm. You know what? I answered the questions they asked me. That's all I can say. Sorry, I didn't name drop you guys. I'm okay with that. You didn't even. I know Andrew didn't even listen to the episode. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. See? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't mention you guys. Um, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> the next show I was on, it was inadvertent. Like, I just got invited to this, like, hangout. And I was talking for, like, maybe, like, uh, 45 minutes, shucking and jiving with people before I realized, like, oh, I'm on a podcast right now. So that's pretty much what the podcast is like. Let's see who shows up and we'll just talk. It's called The Ones Who Showed Up. So, yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it was fun. It was it was good times. I uh, I innovated in, in the realm of thought technology. There's a there's a gentleman. He's a listener of our show. Shout out to, to A. Huster. A. Huster. A. Huster. He, he was, he, he, someone was saying, I don't know how to pronounce his la your last name. And I, and I said, it's Houston, like a rooster. And he was like, I can't believe my whole life. I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just handing out life hacks left and right, man. My favorite name life hack is um, a personal people we all know is Taroa. Oh, yeah. He introduced himself to my sister. He's like, Taroa, you know, like Taroa boat. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, that's what I'm going to tell everyone. <laughs> So I met somebody who thought his name was to row a boat. <laughs> like his first name was to row and his last name was boat. His parents really must not like him. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> if you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. Um, and I have today's first question. Which is, what should have a slang term but doesn't? 
So this is this is a really hard question, Aaron. But like a good hard question. You're welcome. It's a good hard question. Ooh, it's good and hard. Thank you. <laughs> so, but I, I've been thinking about it like all week because I like I don't know like what word would I want to add to the English language? And I got I got off of class yesterday and I was walking back to my vehicle and I just sat in my Jeep and I just looked at the mountains mm. to the east of Provo and I just. I wanted to go to there. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I had this intense, like wanderlust feeling. Yeah. But I didn't have anywhere to go. Like I wanted to get in my car and drive, but I didn't know where. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had this restlessness right. to, to go somewhere. But but like. The way you said that, it sounded like you wanted to literally go to the mountains. No, it just, the, 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 that's just what like gave me this feeling of restlessness, yeah. like this wanderlust. Yeah. But like. I didn't know where I would drive to. Yeah. And so I didn't. Oh. And there needs to be a word for that disappointed wanderlust feeling. <laughs> where you decided not to give in to that soul-inspiring desire to, to do something, to, to not follow your inner voice. That's that's one way to put it. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you want to go – like, have you never had that feeling where you just want to get in your car and drive around, but you're like, eh, I don't know where I'd go? So you don't. Yeah. And then you feel agitated for like maybe like yeah. a couple hours afterwards, like kind of disappointed in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that. There needs to be a word for that. What would that word be? Oh, that wasn't part of the questionnaire. Well, now we're going to figure this out. <laughs> um, I don't know. So like the thing you're experiencing was one. Wan- it, it could be like wander loss. Huh? Wander loss. Bam. <laughs> Did it. It's all. It's a compound word too. wander loss. Mm-hmm. Wunderlos? Don't, don't, um, I like that. See, we're doing really good work here. Yeah. We're <laughs> contributing. We're like Shakespeare. We're making up words. Mm. I think... Never mind. <laughs> well, Andrew, it's your turn. What should have a slang term but doesn't? <laughs> That's probably our most succinct answer ever. <laughs> this is going to be like five minutes long. So um, I think there needs to be um, a slang term for a group of podcasters that meet together. <laughs> and would pod like not a work? Forum of podcasters. <laughs> like I was thinking, like a pod of casters, but um, but I was thinking like magic casters. I don't know. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, just casters, like spell casters. A wizard's pod. A, a murder of casters. No, <laughs> a murder of magicians. Just terribly long. And Those are already words that exist. Yeah, though, so we need right. a slang term we- for a group of podcasters. Oh, lonely. Not all who podcast are lonely. <laughs> <laughs> and not all who wander are wanderlust. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, by definition, nobody who wanders has wanderlust. By what we just defined it as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a group of podcasters. What about what about like a a frump? A frump of casters? A frump of podcasters. Frump of podcasters? Well, frump is already, I mean, I don't know. It is a word. It's. I guess it's slang term can be already a word. Yeah. But if we could pick anything, why don't we pick something more like awesome, right? Like, why are we being so negative? Why don't we try to lift it up? Like a cadre. A cadre. A, an academy. <laughs> an academy. An amigo circle. Whoa! <laughs> Amigo circle, I think, is the right one. Amigo circle might be something else. <laughs> I gotta go to Urban Dictionary real quick. 
Just to make sure. <laughs> um, something to do with microphones. Because we're all talking to microphones. That's like a unifying characteristic, right? A micropal? A cardioid cadre? No. <laughs> no. Mm. Mm. Um. Micro friend. <laughs> sounds like you're like less of a friend. <laughs> this is my micro friend. only a micro friend. We're like, we're more than acquaintances. We're like micro friends. I let him play with my micro machines. <laughs> He's like six inches tall. Then we have a micro salad and I send him away in short order. <laughs> that sounds about right. I feel like we've invented another slang term. Like somebody who's more than an acquaintance, but not really your friend. A micro friend. <laughs> What about macro friends? Um, Those are just friends. That's like somebody who's more than a friend, but not quite a sibling. Uh, amigo circle. <laughs> I guess there's like a shirt that's amigo circle. It's just like a, a guy with like a fro. It's not very popular, but but it's not even like amigo circle's not on there. So I say we claim it. Amigo circle. That doesn't. I, no one's gonna think of a pod of a group of podcasters like so. As you know, just hanging out with my amigo circle. And everyone's going to be like, you're what? <laughs> what is, is that a drug reference? What is he doing in a circle now? <laughs> Who are these amigos? What about a Amigo cast? I feel like that's probably the name of a podcast already. Oh, well. Um, and if it's not, then, and somebody makes it, they could join our podcast network, which we haven't created except for just now. What about a Amigo circle.fm? <laughs> <laughs> amigo circle. Uh, I don't like Amigo Circle, guys. It's not sitting right. It's not. It's After not that, that catchy. After that it's not that catchy. It's not. Um. Okay. Something about cans. What? Because we all <laughs> got cans on our heads. Okay. You Headphones. Know. But don't call me a can no. head. Can head. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Can heads. As the bonus of being an uh, Andy Milanakis reference too. It is. Have you never watched Andy Milanakis show? I mean, like, I those in the, in the, uh, the early 2000s. The opening song is just like, I got bees on my head, but don't call me a bee head. Just a bunch of stuff like that. Oh, well, okay. And you said, to me. you said you had cans on your head. And I was like, don't tell me, don't call me a can head. I don't think anyone's going to get that reference ever. So I think. We're well, I just explained it. So now they do. <laughs> but even then it was still. And now they're laughing vague. because they just got it. Cause I explained it so well. Because if we because learned, explaining so well is always if there's any, the best part of humor. If there's anything we've learned about comedy, having to explain your joke really <laughs> makes the punchline pop. I think there's that that was a quote from Steve Martin, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay, so my answer, uh, something that ha- that should have a slang term but doesn't, is sun induced se- sneezing. You know when like you go outside and the sun is bright. And your eyes just start watering and you're like, Aah. I feel I like may, I feel like I might be the only person on earth who that doesn't happen to. Pretty sure you're a robot. That does not happen to me either. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I've never had that problem. What is wrong with you people? Uh, My well, body works? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not sure if you being the only person in our in, in our circle no. of can heads. No. I don't know if you <laughs> no. like, this, is the only, this is something that only happens Back to up. you. So I'm not sure if there's something You're the wrong weird with us. ones. No. This is a normal thing. <laughs> don't try to make 
make it like since I'm the odd man out of this completely bizarre group of can heads. Holy crap! There's sun induced sneezing is actually on Wikipedia. It's called photo sneeze reflex. Yeah. Well, that's it's not a slang term. Yeah. Yeah, but well, I'm just saying it's a real thing. Like I, it is. I can't believe you guys don't believe it's a real thing. No, it's. I've never had this problem ever. I've heard of other people having it, but I always just thought they were weird. Scientific America does an article saying looking at the sun can trigger a sneeze. What? Are, what if I am a robot? Maybe this is me learning I'm a robot right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. It's weird that it doesn't happen for you. Are we both robots constructed for? Like your entertainment Aaron, or something. Aaron's we're, we've enjoyment. Been, we've been created to have a podcast with you. <laughs> I feel like that way sometimes. Yes. We've been yes. created to be your can heads. <laughs> I love the phrase can heads. I love the term can heads. I'm pretty sure next week there's going to be a podcast called can heads. <laughs> Canheads.fm. Um, dot audio. Dot FM what? dot audio. <clears throat> Why not? Uh, so I need a, we need a slang term for the sun, sun induced sneezing. Um, I was thinking maybe we could just like initialize it and call it PSR, but that's still kind of scientific. So maybe we could turn that into a word, but then I realized that would be inappropriate. My mom would not appreciate it. Do you know, do you know if you change it to PSR, actually that legitimizes it. It's like a real disease. <laughs> yeah, because I can tell people like, I mean, I don't want to bring the room down, but I have PSR. I suffer from PSR. It's incurable. It also doesn't really do anything except for <laughs> sneezing. Because I just looked it up. There's like, there's no real harm. It just happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's super weird. It's like you can feel it. What if you're what if you're driving and you sneeze and you jerk the wheel and then you die. It's happened to me before minus the dying. Yeah. That's actually one of my biggest fears because I have very violent sneezes. So when I'm driving and I have to sneeze, I like I get really nervous. I'm like what if I don't want to die? I don't want to I don't want to like Maybe flip you over. should keep have you ever thought about keeping like um a clothespin on your um like steering wheel and then when you get in the car you just put it on your little nose? Okay. Two responses to that. One, I don't know if you realize how weird that is. Two, I don't know if you realize how violent my sneezes are. Well, I realize how weird that is. But I'm saying if, you're, if your nose is plugged up like that, you're not going to sneeze, right? Mm, that's not a guarantee. Or will it just cause your head to explode because there's no way for it to go? It'll just, it'll just cause the clothespin to shoot off into the windshield. Oh, man. Your eyes are just going to bleep. You know how serious and how long-term the effects of DSR are? Aristotle had a theory to try to prove what made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking blowing my mind over here. Sorry. I didn't listen to anything you said for the last like five PSR, minutes. PSR is serious stuff, guys. I don't want to call we it PSR can... because it makes it, I don't know. I don't feel like that's a slang term. That is a, that's well, that. I think any acronym is technically. I mean, I guess if we've made it up, then yeah. Let's define slang. Let's get pedantic. A type of language that consists of words and phrases that are regarded as very informal, are more common in speech than writing, and are typically restricted to a particular context or group of people. Yeah, PSR doesn't sound informal. It sounds it sounds like something formal. a doctor would say. No, it sounds informal. It sounds formal only because of our culture. Yeah. <laughs> and? Let's call it Aristotle's syndrome. I don't... <laughs> That's still formal. 
Yeah. Calling it a syndrome or a disease. Like if it's something that would come out of a doctor's mouth, I don't feel like it's slang. I still, I'm going to veto Adam and say PSR is fine. Yeah. I think we, I think we've hit gold at PSR. I think trying to look beyond this is just a, an exercise in futility. We've done good work here. Oh, that should be the name of our podcast. What? Exercise in futility. Like change it from three guys, three questions. No, just have a subtitle. <laughs> three guys, three questions. Subtitle. An exercise, exercise in futility. futility. Oh, I thought I thought it was going to be basically undateable. <laughs> no, that's not true. Well, let's. I don't know. <laughs> Is it? It's only half true. <laughs> there are three of us. Wait, there's. How do you divide three and a half? <laughs> it's. It's not basically. It's just undateable. Oh, it's my question. That's why we're all quiet. Sorry. <laughs> Every time. Sorry. Anyway, so my question is for Andrew. You're going to answer it first. My question is, who would you want to spend your last day on Earth with? This person obviously would probably have to be alive right now then, right? You can do whatever you want with this question. Like I thought about giving like restrictions like a real person. But I mean if you if you really like your your the strongest fantasy you have is spending your last day on Earth with a fictional person, I guess you could like make the case for that. Or with somebody who's already died. I mean, somebody who doesn't yet exist. Or that. <laughs> Is that like a foreshadowing to Aaron's no. answer? No. <laughs> so, so what I'm doing, Andrew, I'm just I'm giving you free reign. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like, I'm like I'm pretty like a secluded person. Like, I'm pretty okay with just being by myself. No. But that's not the question. So, who would I want to spend? My last day on Earth with um probably a puppy. That works. Dogs are the best people. Yeah, I, I knew if I was going to die and this is my last day on Earth, playing with a puppy all day would probably be pretty freaking awesome. No, you could just rent a puppy for the day at that place that you found. I know, right? Because it's, like it's what, like ten dollars an hour, and what are they going to do? Like you died, are they going to come after you with the bill? <laughs> In that case, you should rent like forty puppies. <laughs> oh, dude! If I had a hundred dollars, you don't need a hundred dollars, right? If, are you billed afterwards, or you did you pay before it? Oh, that's true, huh? I don't know. Just, <laughs> just, just rent a bunch of puppies and just like have them run on top of me for like an hour, just like. Ah. Just, just rent a bunch of puppies. Go, go into the grave with a huge amount of puppy death. <laughs> I've, I've, my corpse would just have like a perma smile. <laughs> just be smiling all the time. I would look like the Joker killed me. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. It got dark. You just need to rent all the puppies and reserve like a park. No, I just put them like in a room and just like. Anyway, that's how I want to spend the last day of my life. <laughs> Just with puppies. Would you invite the puppies to your funeral? I think I'd have to. And put them in little tuxes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> little suits with ties. Little little puppies. In the, they could be your pallbearers. And I want them to drag my, <laughs> drag my coffin like snow dogs. <laughs> And my mom is just sitting there crying, like, what's going on? Like, why are After, afterward at the little get-together of family members, you know, like, the, you have, like, a little meal. They're all sitting there at a table, and they've just got little puppy bowls. <laughs> Their own table that's only, like, three feet. Yeah. It's, oh, this is the puppy tall. table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Imagine how how much less crying there would be at funerals if that, if that was how they were run. So this is how serious I am about puppies. Like, I don't have, like, a plan for, like, my financial future. Like, I'm obviously going to school right now, and I'm, like, I pay my bills, but 
I'm not, I don't really like save a lot of money cause I'm not <clears throat> making any money right now, but I do have a future puppy account so I can save money to buy a puppy. <laughs> That's how important this is to me. <laughs> I think I'm like, I think I'm going to get a French bulldog and they're like three grand. So I'm like, I gotta start saving now. I gotta start doing that. That's like as much as a, like you could buy a car for that. Yeah. Puppy. But does a car look cute with a bow tie on? No. Well, I haven't put a bow tie on my car yet, so I don't know. <laughs> I think you're lying. I, th- I think you have. <laughs> I no. can picture you putting a little bow tie on the front of your Jeep. <laughs> no, it'd have to be big, right? No, little's funnier. <laughs> uh, I guess that's true. <laughs> I'm going to go to the DI and get like a clip on bow tie and put it on my car now. Make it happen. You should. Only for Sundays or special occasions. <laughs> it's you Sunday. Could, it's just, a black tie event. You put, put it on the front of your shirt. You should get a bow tie and just a regular tie, and so you can switch it. <laughs> <laughs> get get like a Jerry Garcia tie for, you yes. know, not such classy events. <laughs> I hate those ties so much. <laughs> <laughs> they, look like, uh, they look like Lisa Frank barfed. <laughs> it's like Lisa Frank tried to be edgy. <laughs> every, every, oh sorry I was going to say every time I see bolo ties I think why does that person like turquoise so much like the bolo tie wouldn't even have turquoise in it but I just assume that they love turquoise like, you assume that they've got you. like a stash of turquoise <laughs> yeah, I do. like they're probably just carrying it around in their pocket or something <laughs> they must be a huge fan of the southwest I don't understand why people like turquoise period what I don't what the what's the allure of turquoise? I don't know, but have you ever met somebody who loves turquoise and didn't wear a bolo yep. tie? Yep. Oh well, there's that. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. I mean, no, I haven't. No, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. They go together. <laughs> they I'm go good. together like turquoise and bolo ties. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever in New Mexico oh, and man. you're and you're hitting on somebody, she say, "Mmm, girl," or "Mmm, boy." We go together like turquoise and a bolo tie. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed to work. Guaranteed. It's just they really love the Southwest. That's their favorite region. Mm. We go together like Adobe and healing crystals. <laughs> <laughs> we go together like the Southwest and meth labs. <laughs> oh, sad. That was majestic. Okay, my answer. Um... My answer of who I would want to spend my last day on earth with is a person that exists. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that person is Guy Fieri. <laughs> so just so, just so people know, if you look at the, at the show notes, it says GF. And so that's what I was alluding to. I'm like, Aaron wants to spend his last day with his girlfriend. I'm like, I don't think that person exists, and that's why I made foreshadowing. Of, okay, anyway, I was I, like, I was all ready to have some jokes about that. Like, not even like if you're gonna go with somebody who doesn't exist, you're not even gonna say a wife. <laughs> you're gonna go with girlfriend. I'm putting it to throw you off the set. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want any of that romantic mucky muck. This is my last day. Time to be wild and eat a bunch of food <laughs> and eat a bunch of. You know, uh, jalapeno encrusted deep fat fried, uh, soft shell crab, deep fried donkey sauce covered tacos in a bun, <laughs> dude. Come on, imagine to like. I here's how I picture it I picture it that me and Guy Fieri are going on the mega tour of just 
crazy restaurants. And at the last restaurant, he shoves like a greasy um, fried oyster in my mouth. Why is he feeding you? Because <laughs> it's because it's my fantasy. Why is it? <laughs> <laughs> Your fanny is slowly turning into the original girlfriend idea. <laughs> Guy Fieri, he, he slides, he slides a fried oyster into my mouth with grease, with his greasy sausage fingers. <laughs> and I, and I, and I, and I, and then I just swallow it and there's a single tear comes out of my eye and I fall over dead. But that's not how it ends. Because Guy Fieri can't handle it. He's so he's so torn up about it. He doesn't. He he says, "Oh man, I can't be I can't be pinned for this." And people are like, "Pinned for what?" He's like, "I got a rap sheet long as oh, we gotta do something." So then he takes me around and continues his show for several years. Uh, weekend at Bernie's style. <laughs> With my dead corpse as his co-host, <laughs> and keeps keeps feeding my dead corpse stuff in these restaurants. I think in this case we need Guy Fieri on the show. I think we could try to make that happen. <laughs> just email him his agent a bunch of times, like, "Hey, just want to do a podcast." <laughs> I'm sure he'd do it. It seems like he his um his standards aren't too high. I, I was about to, I thought you were gonna say his schedule seems kind of free. <laughs> it doesn't seem kind of free, man. There's like 8 million episodes of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Diners. That is true. Or Triple D, as aficionados will call it. Aaron, what you just described, like that situation, I feel like there's a 98% chance that there's Triple D fan fiction of that situation. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get on Tumblr and, and look this up. <laughs> it's got to happen. Oh, uh, also, man. I hate myself a little bit for calling it Triple D just now. <laughs> you feel a little dirty. But speaking, wasn't Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, didn't they do a restaurant over in uh, Victorville or right off the highway? Emma Jeans. Yeah. It's a good place. So good. I had a dream about that place the other day. They were filming a movie there the other day. What? Really? Yeah. They like repainted the outside, spruced it up a little bit. And there was like a film crew there. Every time, and then, every time I went in that place, I feel like that like a Quentin Tarantino action sequence could break out inside. <laughs> well, it's like Quentin Tarantino's favorite place. He, he filmed the scene from Kill Bill there. Yeah. Wait, did he really? He's filmed a lot of stuff out here. I had this exact same conversation yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. for those oh. at home, in Kill Bill Volume Two, when she breaks out of the the coffin that she's buried alive in, remember yeah. how she walks into a diner. I remember that, is, that scene. Was that Emma Jeans? That's Emma. How Jeans. did I not notice that? Watch it again. I guess I'm gonna have to. And there's like a. Isn't there a scene where there's she's in like a room of mirrors? That's like the old showcase theater in Victorville. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been in there. Too. I used to sneak into there all the time. So there is an apartment complex up here in Idaho that has a secret room in it, and we found the room the other day in this complex, and it's just a room full of mirrors. Um, I was like, this is pretty, what is pretty this? Sure, pretty sure a warlock lives there. Yeah, dude. and I'm like, is this like Hogwarts or something? I don't know what's going on. This is a dorm. I don't know what's happening here. But the, the door that we found was behind a bookshelf. Like, what you had to do is you had what? to open the, the bottom of the bookshelf was like a cabinet, and you opened it, and there's a doorknob there, like what? in the back. So you turn the doorknob, and it opens the entire um, bookshelf. What? Like, what is this, Cohen? What is this? And it's just I feel mirrors? like that's something straight out of the Hardy Boys. Yeah, it was just a room full of mirrors. <laughs> I'm like, what? The? And that was. I feel like 
could could you like see things in the mirrors like like ghosts and stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was like wondering if you could like see other places like it's like mirror mirror on the wall well, you could see in all the apartments' bathrooms for some reason. I don't understand what that was about. No, <laughs> just two-way mirrors. Every that's, all the mirrors in the bathroom. One, that's one of the most disturbing things that you've ever said. <laughs> really? I've said some pretty disturbing things. Yeah, I don't know. I think I said one. Point, of, Aaron could one do a flashback of. of every episode of disturbing I things I said. You're saying that's the most disturbing thing he's ever said. But I talked about Guy Fieri sliding <laughs> his greasy fingers into my mouth. I said it was one of the most disturbing things. <laughs> Uh, with that in mind, uh, Adam, what's your, what's your answer to your own question? So I'm hesitant to answer this because I feel like we've made way too many references to it in the last few weeks. Uh huh. But honestly, I would like to spend my last day on earth with Leslie Nope. I agree. Because she would make it the best last day on earth in the entire world. She just you would, would like let her know it was going to be your last day? Yeah. Yes. And she would come to you with a giant binder? Like, she'd come to me with a binder, and there'd be balloons, and there'd be puppies, and Guy Fieri would be there. It'd just be all of, it'd be all of the best days. Guy Fieri would be there with my body. <laughs> like, oh, Aaron's here. And he's looking really not like he's doing too well. <laughs> looking a little gaunt. A little green around the edges for some <laughs> And green. It's just like, she would make sure everything great happened. On my last day on Earth. That's a good answer. It's pretty good, pretty good. You'd see little Sebastian. Sebastian. And just have that well, song. No, he would be on the other side to he, greet he you. He would yeah. be waiting for me at the end of the Rainbow Bridge or something. There'd know. be a, the little Sebastian um, impersonator would be there. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a bouncy castle, I'm pretty sure. Mm. There'd be like a concert in a park. A scavenger hunt. A scavenger hunt. Everything great would happen on that day if Leslie Nope was in charge of my last day on Earth. I agree with that. That that sounds pretty good. Speaking of Leslie Nope, did you guys read that thing? No, I did. It was actually, I was actually. That's surprising. Really, <laughs> I read it. I enjoyed it, and I shared it with some of my friends. I'm like, hey, you should read this. Everyone needs to read, and I'll put. It, I, I I lied last week. I said I'd put it in the show notes, but it's uh, it's called Leslie Nope in the World of Liz Lemons. Um, everyone should read this. I think this is like, this is a, this is thought, this is just like the best think piece ever. It's pretty good. I don't know about ever, but it's pretty good. I think it's just good because it exemplifies a problem in our day and age. Yes, definitely. So well. And it does help me appreciate Parks and Recreation even more than I already (laughs) do appreciate it. We should continue talking about this vaguely. No. Wait, while you try to read it? Yeah, he's reading no, it right I mean, now on his phone. I'm sure that is really like enthralling for people listening. Like, oh yeah, I really agree with that. Until their they read the article, we're going to keep talking about it. Hey, Aaron. Yeah? What is something you take too seriously? Um, I take too seriously, I have to be right. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, I know that I'm wrong on things, and I know that I have been wrong, and I will be wrong. That's fine. I understand that. This might be the first time I've ever heard you say that. Oh, it's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But, but like, I really, really, really care about being right. Like, I I care more about being right than... um, 
mostly anything else <laughs> than like not losing face. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't care how it looks to people. I don't care if I say one thing one day and then the next day I'm completely the the opposite. Um, because I I want to discover and accept <laughs> the ultimate truth of all things. <laughs> I don't care. Like, um, and I where this comes to a problem is when I impose my desire. <laughs> To, to be right at all costs on other people. <laughs> and they say, so. this is what will generally happen. Somebody will say something like, oh, well, it's cold season, so you better bundle up. And I'm like, uh, actually, <laughs> the, the, you're not, you don't get a cold by being cold. That's not how it works. It's a virus that comes around. So bundling up isn't going to help. I mean, you should be warm because you want to avoid hypothermia. But then, like, I get into these arguments with people and they're, like, so upset about me. And it's like a uh, – I, 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 I'd say it's a Seinfeldian self-destructive quibble over heuristics. Like, like I'm telling, te- trying to teach them, like, your, your little ways – your little trite um, statements that you always say are wrong. <laughs> heuristics just, like, is one of those words that no matter how many times it comes up, I always have to Google it. <laughs> oh, Yeah. It just means it's like a structure for 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 finding out things. Okay. So I I need to share an experience I had. I don't know if I sh- I don't think I shared this with you. I think this happened Tuesday. But I like I think I was channeling Aaron Goodwin as I was talking to this person. Mm. Um. So we were in a math class, and there was these two guys at the, our table, and they were talking about um like relationship experience. This guy's like, oh, I I know what it's like to be married. My sister sitting next to me is like, but you're not married. This is well, I'm engaged. But that's not married. You don't have any credible. And we said, well, technically I'm married. I'm like, like, have you, do you have like a, a piece of paper from the law saying you're married? He says, well, no, but you don't really need that. And I'm like, well, I'm married to this calculator right here. Cause I say so. So I have just as much experience about marriage as you do. It's like, no, I was just like so upset. I'm like, no, you need to stop. You have, you have no experience being married. If you're just engaged, you haven't lived together. You've just decided to live your life together. That's that's the first step. That's all you've done. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's just annoying to me that people don't think things through. It really bothers me that people, they always say things without really like examining if that might be correct or not. Oh, you mean like almost everything that ever gets reposted in my Facebook feed? <laughs> yes. That's like a living example of everything I'm trying to combat. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I hate Facebook. Except that he's on it all I'm the time. I'm more and more, more and more, I just go on there and I just have disgust for humanity and then I leave. Yeah, I have that way. I just started blocking some people, so. I'm start blocking like half the people I'm friends with. That helps. It's bad news. Um, okay, so that's my thing that I take too seriously and I, I shouldn't, I should just abide it, but I can't. I cannot. You, you, you sound like a. That's the truth. Sound like a Liz Lemon right now. What? I don't sound like a Liz Lemon. Yeah, you have to read the article. <laughs> I've read the article. <laughs> I'm the one who shared it. No, with you, you haven't. You did not. I'm sure you've read it, but have you read it with your heart? Oh my gosh. I read it with my eyes. Okay. I'm Thank good. you very much. <laughs> Next. <laughs> so, my answer to this question is uh, I take my pet peeves way too seriously. Mm, how does that work? Like, I, I, I elevate them to, the, to a level where they're. You can't really call them pet peeves anymore. Like if I see if I see somebody has left a a grocery cart just like in the middle of the parking lot, mm-hmm. I 
I get like white hot angry. Like I, I start seeking revenge. I'm like, I want to find that person and I want to make them put that card away. I want to, I want to teach them a lesson. I want them to know that what they did was wrong. That's like pure unadulterated white guy first world anger. <laughs> it really is. And it's, it's not a good thing because I could be angry about things that are important, but no, I've chosen. So you fixate on your pet. This peeve. is the battle you've chosen to fight. Right. Or like if somebody's driving and they don't use their blinker, I'm like, that person is the scum of the earth and I hate that. <laughs> like you murdered someone or your family. It's like it's it's like actual living hyperbole. Like it's not it's not rhetorical. It's at, you actually do go to this extreme end of something that. Well, it's an exaggeration. I, You're like, no, I just I want to pause and I, and I want to ask you a very important question. Did you say hyperbole as a joke, or do you think that's really how it's pronounced? Uh, uh, that's how it's pronounced? It's hyperbole. <laughs> oh, why did I say I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh I cut off hyperbolic. Is, I was going to say hyperbolic, but then I realized that's not how the, that word works in that sentence. I was so, so I confused. Short. I, I, I heard you say hyperbole, and I started waiting for the punchline. <laughs> no, I'm just an idiot. No, that's Hyper okay. Bowl sounds like a terrible breakfast cereal. Uh, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy a warm bowl of hyperbole. Hyperbole just sounds like it. Wouldn't a hyperbole just be a bowl full of sugar and milk? <laughs> no milk, cream, cream, <laughs> cream and sugar. No cream, just uh, wild cherry Pepsi. Hi- hyperbole sounds like a cereal Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes would love. <laughs> It's got like lasers that shoot out of it. It's cool. Anyway, pet peeves. But anyway, what what were you saying? Oh, that re- your pronunciation of hyperbole reminds me. Ryan Regan has a of comedy a special pe- called the Hyperbole oh. of Epi- uh, the Epitome of Hyperbole. Yeah, maybe that's where I where it's like in my mind from. Maybe. Anyway, my answer. <laughs> yeah. So let's. I, but no, that was a good answer, Adam. Thank you. Thank you. It was really interesting. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm feeling really attacked right now. No. One of my pet peeves is being demeaned. <laughs> That's coming in your mind. It's not. We're not doing that. <laughs> anyway, so my answer. <laughs> so something I take too seriously is um, I don't know how to put this. Like I, I guess I'd have to say like comedy. Like when someone tries to be funny, or I see something that's trying to be funny and is not funny. That makes me very upset. You're like, just shut it down. Shut it down. Yeah, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. You're done. You need to stop. So it must be really embarrassing to know me. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, the problem is- Because like, I take the brute force approach to comedy. Oh, is yeah, this yeah, why, you do. Is this that's why you why cut I, off my answer, Andrew? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, like, honestly, 50, 50% of the time I cut you off is because I'm like, oh. We gotta stop this right now. You've offended his deep core value of comedy. I'm like, nope. I do not like where this is going. But it's like I'll be in like a class and we're talking about like an English paper or something like that, and someone makes like a it says like a catchphrase or something, and like half the room laughs, and I'm like, no, I hate that person now. Oh my gosh, I was I was at a um. I was at an academic like conference symposium thing yesterday mm. and somebody was presenting his paper 
And then he just made like the most like shoehorned, awkward, terrible, trying to be funny reference to Sherlock that I've ever seen in my life. It's just like, no, this, 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 this is not appropriate. This is not something that you do. We're not going to be on your side just because you referenced Sherlock. You're going to have to do better. It's like than you guys that. are a bunch of nerds, right? <laughs> Sherlock reference. Yeah. It's like, no, this isn't, this is, I'm not, I'm not with you on this. I feel like maybe it would be funnier if like, People actually booed because, you know, <laughs> nobody really does boo. But if you're at an academic conference, that's really not expected. But someone makes a joke and, and there's just one loud voice and that's you, Adam. And you're just like, boo. <laughs> I, I can't lie. I have booed someone before. <laughs> <laughs> boo. No. Oh, man. I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to introduce booing into academia. <laughs> that would be great. I think I'd really spice it up. So I'll give you an example. So I've, one of my roommates, he's in a comedy group that is sketch comedy. And so I've been helping him write some stuff. So we met with him with like all his whole group and they're like shooting ideas for sketches. And like five people were like, let's do a sketch where we're, we're Finn from Adventure Time. I'm like, no, that's not funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did they say you where don't... we are Finn from like collectively like, they are Finn? No, that would be funny. Finn. But they're we all are different Finn. Finns. We are many. <laughs> But like it would be like a, some interaction. I'm like, no, that's no, that's dumb. Don't. That's not funny. We're not doing that. And people were so adamant about it because some people don't understand what it means. People think that parody is inherently funny. Like if they just act like someone else, it's like this is funny because I'm this person. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. That's not. That's not funny. That's that's no. And they were upset. But then we pitched an awesome. It's skit. called the Michael Scott Cool School of Comedy. Right. Yes. <laughs> Um, but then we put me and my roommate pitched this awesome skit that people were dying and it was good. Yay. So it was good. Wait, like people were dying in the skit or people were dying because it was so funny. It was so funny. It's a, it's a funny skit. Oh, okay. Just literally killed. Literally. Was, the ambulance had to come and take people away. On literally structures. killing it. Okay. We're going to have to stop now. <laughs> No, I think he needs to keep going. Stop it, Andrew. <laughs> no. I thought you were stickler. I thought you were stickler about this. He so this slayed that sketch. <laughs> Adam's like, I'm done. Okay. Adam's left the room. <laughs> can't even. I can't. I, I know I sound like a basic white girl, but right now I just can't even. Um... <laughs> That's racist. Um, <laughs> How's that racist? That's so probably racist. one of the least racist things I've ever said. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Remember, you can subscribe and receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. You can find show notes for this episode at 3g3q.co slash 307. And we love to hear from you. Uh, ask us questions at 3g3q.co slash ask or call and text us at 760-881-4382 or tweet with the hashtag ask3g and we might could use your question in one of our episodes. Uh, be sure to rate us on iTunes by going to 3g3q.co slash rate. That's what uh, keeps the bills p- paid as as we say in the, the canhead business. We don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, other than that, uh, goodbye, and remember to question everything.
is something that happens to me all the time. I have like, cause we have this group of friends and one of them always picks on another one. And then she, whenever that happens, she's like, you guys are always doing this to me. It's like, no, it's just him. And it makes me sad. Is he in middle school and likes her? And that's the way he shows he likes her. No, we're all 20 somethings. And so we pick on each other. No, he likes her. Mm. <clears throat> no. Yep. Oh, okay. Found him. All right. Okay. You want to pretend like this didn't happen? Yeah. Yeah, let's edit all of that out. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I like funny. the little flapping that you did. <laughs> Don't bring up the fish wall. Nobody can see this. That's why I described it. It's flapping. Theater of the mind. Okay. <laughs> so my favorite name mnemonic device was, was a guy that I met, and his name was he, – he introduced himself like the, to me. He's like, my name's Joshua Thorup. You can remember because it's kind of like throw up. So forever I'd remember him as Joshua Throw Up. And I could never I'd always accidentally say his name is Throw Up all the time. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been better to say it's like syrup with a th? Uh, that, no. <laughs> like, wouldn't I like that you were trying to so correct me better. and make a better idea, but that did not happen there. <laughs> this is hilarious, man. But not and for the intended You can tell purpose. that it really worked well because of how easily you remembered it. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just right. came to the top of your head. <laughs> Let's get into the questions. 